Hello and welcome to another episode of the Koshcast on underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the Kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex. Mohanad is here. Hello. And Bernie is here. Yo, yo. How you guys doing? Mohanad, all well? Yeah, man. All good. I mean, the Premier League is back. Can't complain. Working from home means I get to watch every single game. You know, life's good. Very, very nice. Uh, if Mohanad's employer is listening, that was a massive joke. He's a very funny man. <laughs> Bernie, how are you? I am great. Living a dream. Yeah, all right. Uh, Mohanad, you have for, I think, two to three weeks in a row worn your brand new sparkling Arsenal shirt for the podcast. Is it, uh, is it breathable? Is it nice? So I haven't gotten a, you know, when I was younger, I would get like all three kits every freaking season. I started to kind of reduce that a little bit. And then I don't think I got one in like three years. And then I got this one for my birthday. My brother gave it to me. And I love this one, man. Like it's the, the red, you know, because red is one of those colors that you can get right and wrong so easy. Like it's got, there's so many reds. This is the perfect red. It's got those lines through it. The, I love it. It breeds, like you said, like it's, yeah, it's great. It's deep. It's a deep red. You're right. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. It's a lovely kit. The back. There's so many little details too. You can't see on the Zoom call, but it's... <laughs> and you, and you you especially can't see them on the podcast, which is unfortunate. No. But no, um, you you didn't get a name on the back. But if you had to, who would you? Um, I was actually thinking about that because I do. I never get names, but I I would get maybe like um like a Tierney. Yeah, yeah, I like him. I just like what he what he stands for, what he brings. I, uh, you know, maybe a Pepe just for the hope, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, just for that, the guilt. Be, just trying to not, guilt him like, into I, being good. I don't have a, I don't have a favorite. But I mean, Ozil's gonna leave, so I'm not gonna get him. He obviously would have been choice one. And there's no, you know, there's not Alexis and Fabregas and Henri's anymore. All these players are all kind of equal in my eyes. I don't have this like favorite. You, you don't want a Bumbleclap Mayang? It's too, it's too, you know, it's the one that everyone thinks you're going to go with. Also, that's well expensive. Yeah, yeah, a lot of letters, man. You want to go with like, what's the shortest name? Ox. Where's Ox? (laughs) Um, Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, so we were talking recently about how, so Mohanad has been professing his his love for um, Hakim Ziyech, right? Even though he hasn't kicked a ball for Chelsea yet. Um, And you like Mahrez as well. Um, So we've established that your type is the jinky you know, North African left-footed creative yep. player. It would be really funny if you got one of their names on the back of an Arsenal shirt. Well, I mean, was people got Mars uh, like a transfer, two transfer seasons ago or whatever after Leicester, after he stayed there, after he left, I think, right after they won the league, didn't he? And people were like, definitely he's coming to Arsenal and they got his <laughs> name, name on his back. Yeah, but he would definitely be up there. Mars, mm, yes, please. I think I it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace you don't have Pyramid Pirlo on the back of your shirt. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make it El Pyramid Pirlo? Just so sorry. <laughs> yes, perfect. That's Mohamed El Nani. If no, if you don't understand who we're talking about. And Bernie, speaking of kits, are you going to buy that zebra one, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as long as you don't get the shorts and the socks, the shirt alone is fine. The thing is, it's it's growing on me big time. Like I don't know if it's the Beckham effect. Of or course what it, it is. is but it's really on, and suddenly it was fine. <laughs> no, it really was fine after he put it on. Like, it's not even messing around. I was like, really considering it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not bad. It's also grown on me after I've seen a few times. Obviously, banter is banter. But uh, you, you know what United should do though is, is save it for a really tough game because you remember the '96 gray kit, right? Mm-hmm. No, we and couldn't see each other apparently. Couldn't see each other, so I had to change it half time. Give you an excuse for a bad result. Just save it. You know, Liverpool away, whatever. 3-0 down at halftime. We couldn't see each other. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be great. Or, or try and confuse Firmino so he can't, like, you know, do anything on the pitch or, or, or score. <laughs> as, you know? but. I don't know why he specifically would be more confused than anyone else, but that's quite funny. Because I hate him. That's why. Sure. sure. <laughs> All right. Lads, Premier League is back. Wonderful. Never went away, really, did it? But anyway, um, the opening fixture of the season... 7.30 in the morning, Eastern time. You've got to be dedicated for this stuff over here, you know. Even more de- de- dedicated, as Mahana pointed out, in, uh, if you're on the West Coast. Like, that, that is mental. 4.30 in the morning. My dad lived in Vancouver for a while. He would wake up, watch the game, go back to bed. I did that in Calgary Crazy. one year. Uh, one time I was there, it was so bad. Like, <laughs> so bad. 
Well, especially if you lose, like that is your day. Just you woke up at four thirty for that. Anyway, first game of the season, Fulham against Arsenal. Mohamed, this was about as solid as a, an opening day win as I can remember. Well, it put us top of the table for the first after this game week. Now, Arsenal are top of the table for the first time since February 2016. After that famous Welbeck goal versus Leicester, that header where you know naive, let's just to put it in a nice way, naive Arsenal fans thought we could go on from there and win the league. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize it had been that long. Although, but it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, we've uh, yeah we've never been top of the table in any game week. So this was this was. Fantastic. And again, there were a lot of missing players and there were new players coming in and injuries and stuff. But Arteta, you could just see what he was trying to do from minute one, you know. And we decided on Leno in goal and Martinez is, I think, going to Aston Villa, if you read the rumors. Um, and then, you know, Gabriel, obviously, are kind of the highlight of that game. Him and William, the two new signings, playing fantastic. Um, and yeah, just a very, very solid performance. You know, one of those games, one of those few games recently where you're watching Arsenal without being stressed out. You're relaxed, you're enjoying the day, you're enjoying the moment. And it was just, you know, fun to watch. Absolutely. I, I will caveat this discussion by saying, you know, within a few minutes, we, we both said to each other, Fulham are going down. Because, like, it's very rare that a team goes down, comes back up, and they're exactly the same as they were two years ago when they got relegated. Like, nothing has changed for Fulham. Um I, I, I and a lot of FPL fans would also have been a bit confused by 26 goal Alexander Mitrovic being on the bench. Yeah, I think um, he was slightly I, injured. I think he was slightly okay. injured. So they started him on the bench. But Fulham, to your point, like they really want to try and play football. They were trying to pass it around. They did have, you know, times of possession. But yes, without Mitrovic, they just had no outlet up top to do anything um, noteworthy. So yeah, they, they really need to. The problem with these teams that come up is that they just don't score goals. And that's really all it comes down to. You just got to score goals and they don't. So, Yeah, they they're, they were also pretty terrible at the back. I forget. They had one centre-back who had like a, a bun, man was, bun or whatever, who was horrendous. Yeah. He just kept uh, putting on everyone's clothes and stuff. Someone called them someone called them something smalling. I can't remember, but they liked him. <laughs> Pound shot smalling. He, yeah, he so. was he was awful, um, but it was it was pretty solid. It was pretty solid from Arsenal. Um, Lacazette got a tap in. New signing Gabriel got a header from a yard out or so, um, and then really the the goal worth talking about was the, the Aubameyang goal. Um, yeah. Bernie, we saw we saw this same goal in the charity shield against Liverpool, and it it was the same move: the passing out from the back, the popping it out to the right wing. Up, and then up top, William switched over to Aubameyang. And you mentioned that he he's almost doing the Henri fi- finish better than Henri. Well, yeah, and, and and Mo pointed out that Henri Henri the Henri finish the typical one is sort of more a one on one and then side footed caress into the net. But Henri did this particular finish a lot. Uh, I remember it time after time after time. But I, I would I would wager that Aubameyang is better. Than Henri at it, and and it sounds a bit like blasphemous because it's you know King Henri, but honest to goodness, this is he's not just done it in the Charity Shield, uh, like what's it called, Charity Shield or Community Shield? It was that friendly game against Villa or whatever. Like so, his last three goals that I've seen this guy doing have been this goal. Like it's a joke at this point. Like <laughs> this, this well, is what he does. People people started to do you know some data analysis on him and stuff and. And he's improving under Arteta from when he started. Like, people were saying his goals for Dortmund were a lot. Fox in the box, in the right place. Obviously, yes, you have that pace. But all the way into the box, slot it, you know, that Henri finished one-on-one. But because of my man, for us, plays down that left, he rarely gets one-on-ones. Yes, sometimes we do kind of, you know, loft it over the, the right back or whatever in his path. But a lot of his goals, he still has a guy or two in front of him. You look at, think about the Chelsea final. He had to take on, I think it was Zuma before kind of having his one-on-one. Like, he doesn't get those clear-cut chances as much as he's maybe used to. And now he's just becoming a better player for it. He's actually doing something with one or two defenders still in front of him before between him and the goal. So his finishing has been unreal. And and to Alex's point, that goal was, you know, copy-paste of that of that community shield goal where, you know, you look at the stills and um, Maitland Niles and Tierney are in the exact same position, kind of giving the defender a couple of options so that they cannot just attack Obama against close him. Off. You see the defender kind of, is is he going to 
played to Maitland-Niles on the wings, he's going to play inside the tyranny. What's going to happen? And then Aubameyang just curls it with a beautiful finish. And, you know, 3-0, thank you very much. The, the only thing about goals like that is you know that whoever they play is going to be like, all right, just mark up, like, just like knock Aubameyang over or something like on the counterattack because that ball, like, you know that ball is coming. It's a little bit like... Um, uh, Jose was talking about Pogba's going to do this pass to Rashford. It's like, you know this is a thing, and this is a tactic that's going to happen, so do this. But a bit like Robin, it might be harder to stop than I'm making it seem. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You could, you could talk about it all day, but like I, I saw, I saw some, uh, some Spurs fans losing it um, about that clip. And they're like, see, Jose told them to do it, and it still happened. Like, what more could he possibly do? I'm like, it, you know, I'm sure, you know, you could you could tell your team that Jorginho is going to play a through ball to Timo Werner. Does that mean you're going to stop it before it happens every time? Like, no, it's it's really difficult to stop these guys. That's why they're really good. Except everyone knew how to stop Jorginho in his first season, and then they all just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> he tricked them by going out of form for a bit. It was Sorry, literally man. just stand on him, and he's done. <laughs> It's true. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go on. I was going to say, I want to also highlight William in this game because he had technically, you know, I know two assists his name, but technically three in, in that first goal as well. And he gives us something a bit different than what Pepe gave. Pepe came in at the end of the game and you could see the flair was there and the, you know, the trickery and the excitement and the buzz and all that. But William just seems, you know, he's older, he's more mature, he's just solid. He just always does the right thing. His decision-making is always the right option, the right pass, and it might not be as flashy and it might not get him as many goals and assists as people would like, but I could see how being just being solid and doing the basics really kind of can get you places and can be really useful to the team compared to, let's say, a, a more tricky and kind of flashy Pepe, especially if Arteta is so kind of... You know, his tactics are solid and he knows exactly how the team wants to play. So he doesn't really need someone necessarily to create something out of nothing because he's kind of helping the team create something even when you're rigid. And William just seems to fit in really well. And the other thing he does is his set piece um, kind of quality is unreal. Like he put that ball right on Gabriel's head um, and then he had a free kick that hit the post. He just seems really solid from from dead ball situations too. So I'm really happy with the signing. I'm actually really looking forward to seeing him, seeing more of him for Arsenal. Yeah, I, I expected to see him um, to see him more centrally if we went to a back four, but it, it really does seem like this is the primary system. Um, in which case, you're you're less likely to see a lot of Willian and Pepe on at the same time, right? Um, and it does it does make me wonder. There's a lot of depth in those positions with Saka and Nelson and Emil Smith Rowe, and a lot of them who you'd expect maybe one or two to to leave haven't yet. Yeah, keep in mind also that with with kind of the formation we're going to play, like you said, William, like with, with our, we're, we're, you know, we got 20 million for Martinez, or that's sort of reported. Torreira's going for a similar fee. Socrates, similar, et cetera. So I'm pretty sure we are going to go back for one of Partey or OR. Like, I, I I really believe one of them will be an Arsenal player by the end of the, of the window. So add that guy to the midfield. I don't see William getting a lot of chances in there. Um, I think he's still going to be primarily used on the wing, especially if we do make that center midfield signing. Yeah, fair enough. Just uh, just want to point out that Socrates, I, I think, is going for like two million or something. Like hey, hey, we needed we needed one dollar to get Soares. So yeah. <laughs> it's true. All right. Um, next up was an absolute. Actually, I don't know if this was the next game, but it was very soon afterwards. It was Liverpool four, Leeds three. Now that is a Premier League classic. That is an advert for the Premier League. That is two, you know, traditional teams battling back and forth. This was so much fun. And, you know, Mohamed, this is your boy with with a hat-trick, although two penalties. Hey, they all count. Who? Someone else did that this weekend. I can't remember who it was. Also, oh, Vardy. Yeah, two penalties too. But at I'm, the end of the I'm day, glad they count now. Just, I'm glad they count now. That's all. Uh-huh. Mm. Well, they count when you do other stuff and they're mm-hmm. like, out of your game yes. yeah yeah like like when you have like eight assists in like 10 <laughs> games yeah no i'm just i'm just saying i'm glad i'm very glad because we will revisit this uh, well, bye did the united even play this weekend no. like what are we talking about <laughs> be a really nice podcast where united are not mentioned. i didn't say anything i didn't say anyone's name you did 
Bernie, uh, you are um, a, a a traditionalist of sorts. Good to see Leeds back. Uh, yes, I don't like all this other nonsense like Bournemouth. <laughs> Screw that. This is this is good. This was this made the game really fun game, and uh, it reminds me a little bit not stylistically, but just. Like that leads of like was it ninety nine two thousand that was just Harry Kuehl Ian Hart them they're just all out attack didn't care about anything else mm-hmm. this feels a bit like that though it's different tactically so I'm glad they're here. I ju- I just had one issue and I think Bernie you pointed out during the game too you know um, when people say Barcelona but they say Barcelona to make mm-hmm. it they're from Spain the commentator for this game really <laughs> on Robin Koch he kept saying. I'm like, bro, I get it. You're trying to say it, right? But can you just say it like everybody else is going to say it? Because I'm just sitting here. I can't even focus on this game right now. <laughs> you sure he wasn't a scouser? No. <laughs> He's just saying it like how you're supposed to actually say his name. But I'm like, come on, man. Don't do that. Like, yeah, we're not but, we're not trying to be like Katie Hopkins about this. Like, it's just because <laughs> his name is Koch. Like, it's so annoying. <laughs> Well, the guy's got a decision to make, right? Like, either he does that or he spends an hour and a half saying cock on live TV. (laughs) It's also Robin Cock. Like, it's a sentence. Yeah. (laughs) But the the guy, you know, I'm not going to pretend I know who he is. Luke Ayling. He stood out a bit. He looked good in the game. He's He, you know, according to formation, played right back. But I think he was a bit more of a center back and a five at most points. But he looked really impressive, actually. I liked him a lot. Helder Costa was fancy on on the right wing for them. They look, they look not bad. I mean, I obviously want to talk about Liverpool, but Leeds, you know, Leeds did well. They just, you know, they, oh. they got excited at the end there and Rodrigo came on and ruined everything. Calvin Phillips got some pretty good reviews uh, from his performance as well. I think a lot of people heard of him for the first time because of England and then they're like watching out for him. So he, I, I, I don't, I didn't see too much. It was in and out of the game, but people said he did well too. I don't know about what you guys think. I, I thought that Leeds had three players with man buns. Like, that is a lot. Disgusting. Wolves, wolves are not happy. <laughs> no, not at all. It, it's just, it, it also occurs to me that, you know, in a, in a team that is packed with pace and, like, they fast transitions and pressing and Bielsa and whatnot, like, that's going to slow you down. Oh, yeah, and it's not streamlined. No. <laughs> no. You would have thought Bielsa would be, like, uniform haircuts, you know? True. True. Um, let's talk about Liverpool a little bit. Um, obviously, we talked about Salah. He was fantastic during the game. Like, and me and Bernie, we always talk about this. Salah keeps surprising us almost every game. We keep, we have that, we have that idea about Salah. He's gonna be a Walcott. He's just gonna run into space and be useless at everything else. Literally every game, I'm surprised again and again. I don't know why I keep resetting what I think of Salah. Like almost every game, but like he just, he can, you know, he can have the possession. He can build up. He can be really useful for his team. And I think. I think he did really well this game. That goal where he touched it with his right, oh. set it up on his, and then he could not have put it more post this time. Like the queen felt that in her head. You know what oh. I mean? It was, <laughs> it was beautiful. What it a was. hit. It was. And I'd just like to remind Bernie that it's, you know, Salah's team. I don't know where Manny was. I don't even think he played the game. You know, he was barely, he was barely uh, there. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. They, they rotate. Like they, they rotate. They rotate. Yeah. The other, the question I want to have for you guys is Van Dyke. Arrogant for that goal a little bit? Arrogant? Yeah. For, uh, for the Leeds goal, not for his goal. Oh. oh. Um, I, thought, I thought it was. I thought he was just too relaxed, trying to pass it to Trent when the ball's, like, really difficult. Like, I just thought, you know. I, I think that there's a thing with Van Dyke. I, I, I do know exactly what you mean. And there was a goal last season, I forget, against yeah. you, that, that we both felt similarly about. But it's just, it's sort of the way he plays. So it's like, it's kind of like the Ozil thing. Like whatever his, his, his body language is his body language. And that's the way he plays. And so if it goes well, it looks like he's the coolest cat in the world. And if it goes badly, it looks like he doesn't give a shit, you know? Yeah. He, the thing is, he, he's the best defender in the league and he knows it. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and that's the vibe he gives you. My problem is, if this is the best defender in the league, then we need to review what we think about Terry and the rest of those guys. Because he's made more errors leading to goals than any other defender in the last three years. So, and you can't tell me Liverpool are attacked as much as other teams. <laughs> They're not. Like, again, there's not a, it's not an outright criticism of the guy. Like, I got to bring him back down to earth a little bit because he's not top five ever. And people have been trying to say that to me. And I really get upset with it. Liverpool as a team, actually, for whatever reason, carrying over since COVID, have not been defending well. 
And and this game was hor- it was pathetic. Trent was pathetic. Van Dyke was rubbish. It was like Trent doesn't defend anyway. We know this. He's trash at that. But this was bad. And the whole team defending was bad. Speaking of quickly, Trent not defending, I actually noticed as I watched the whole game and I noticed and I don't see a lot of people talking about it, but Liverpool seemed intentionally lopsided. Trent, and that's not what you expect of him, barely crossed the halfway line. He was not involved in any attack whatsoever. He did cross a few balls in, but he wasn't like doing what you think Trent do. You know, he wasn't doing why you have him on your FPL kind of thing, right? Robertson, on the other hand, was pretty much playing as a winger on down the left. Like Liverpool seemed intentionally shifted to the left. And I don't know if that's because maybe Salah is not defending as much as Amane, maybe, but or Trent is still coming back from you know fitness or injury, or whatever. But it seemed quite intentional. And I was really surprised to see Trent kind of hold back intentionally all game. Yeah, that that is interesting. I, I didn't catch that from the from the highlights that I saw, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Quite quite a few teams are doing that kind of thing at the moment. I mean, maybe Klopp looked at Jose's very public, you know, through one of them holds and the other one goes, and <laughs> thought I can do that better than him because <laughs> he doesn't make it work at all. But yeah, that that it's it's weird. Like Trent could absolutely be a midfielder. He was an, he was a midfielder before he was a fullback. So I could kind of see him doing that inverted fullback thing, coming into central midfield and allowing one of the central midfielders to push on. But it, it wasn't even that, really. It was, it was more just, just holding. I don't know if it was... Mo, did you put that on the group chat? Because someone said this to me during the game. Oh, and I don't know if it was you. Like, someone literally said, is it a clock tactic for Trent to sit back? And I was like, huh, okay. So now you're because if you, if you watch the whole game, it was really obvious. Like, it wasn't like a little bit. Like, I, I, it was so obvious that I started to just look out for it intentionally. And every time mm-hmm. someone ball or whatever I would look and there's just no trend uh, ahead of him ever so mm. I was you know just made a note of it I'm, I'm um, speculating massively but is there any chance so Kato started right and he's a little bit more attacking maybe slightly more lightweight than their usual central midfielders I'm wondering maybe a little bit of insurance also him. Gomez Gomez on his side as opposed to Van Dijk on Robertson's side perhaps playing a bit of a role too right yeah perhaps um, do you guys think Liverpool are going to end up with Thiago I do. Yeah. I, I think they're playing the, um, I think it was, I don't remember who it was, but someone said essentially what they're doing is everyone needs to sell players because of no money. So they're just saying that Bayern, we're going to wait till the last couple of days because at that point you're desperate to sell. So I think they're going to do it. I, I, what, 20 million or whatever it is to get uh, Tiago and then plus Simicas for 11, like 30 something million for two players. That's not going to kill Liverpool. They're not that broke. Like, I, I think they'll do that deal. But Alex, you were saying Naby Keita might be a bit lightweight. I mean, Thiago adds more lightweightness, like in terms of physical ability. So it starts to become, you know, Jordan Henderson isn't young and Wijnaldum is okay, fine. But like, you know what I mean? Like it does actually add more, well, less weight to their midfield if Thiago's playing in there. He, he needs people to cover for him physically even more. Yeah, no, I, I was. It did occur to me as as I was saying that 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 would be potentially a problem. I, I think maybe Liverpool are looking at the games against those low block sides where they need less running and more just like really you know fine passing and and thinking that they can get away with it in those games. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm not I'm not complaining. I mean, I want yeah, the best. Yeah. Premier League, and if we're not going to get messy, sure. <laughs> to, to, oh, me yeah. though, to, to me, though, like, we're forgetting about Fabinho in this, and Fabinho is, like, he's a skinny guy, but, you know, he gets around and he's robust in the tackle. If I'm Liverpool, I'm playing Thiago, I'm playing Fabinho, and I'm playing one of Wijnaldum and Henderson. And then you have real physicality, but control of the ball, which mm-hmm. they don't actually have, because that midfield doesn't pass very well, and they were o- overrun and not able to retain the ball against Leeds, and that might be a problem moving forward. It might. Le- Leeds, Leeds are going to give a lot of people trouble though if they if they maintain this kind of performance. I like that Bielsa wasn't satisfied with it. Like you lost narrowly four three to the champions, and he was just like, nah, not not, not good. Not- not a good start for Rodrigo in the Premier League. I mean, he must feel like shit after after everything his team put in. He comes on and gives away quite a stupid penalty. He was nowhere near the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we move on, I mean, Bernie, we got to talk about Firmino here. You alluded to it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, the agenda was just in full flow on Saturday, man. I, I, I could not believe my eyes of what was going on in the screen. Like, come on, man. Like, you know, these memes about he's a deep-lying wing-back, second striker, tri- 
wing back. No, I don't care. When you get the ball in those, but he could have had a hat trick this game. And like sometimes he'd pass it. Sometimes he would like, like really feebly just attempt a finish. Like I was just like, I'm sorry, man. They need a striker. I just, they just do. Look, look. You won the Champions League, congratulations. You won the Premier League, congratulations. You ain't winning any more shit, bro. It's over. It's over. Like, Firmino is unbelievable, man. And I don't mean this in a good way. Why didn't he shoot the ball in the first, like, five minutes of the game? It's a goal. Like, I mean, it's a goal. Dead goal. He decides. He leans into this hipster nonsense way too much, man. Like he he's heard it. He's like, oh, you think I can't be a trequartista, whatever striker? <laughs> you know what he needs. You know what he needs, buddy, is a massive contingent of Nigerians in the in the crowd going, oh, we are saying, <laughs> give us one goal. <laughs> yeah, like I I, I, just, I was mad. Like I'm not. I don't even care for Liverpool, and I was like angry. Like I was angry as a, a like. I can't even believe a Liverpool fan watching that. Like they were upset too on Twitter, man. You could see it. Like, like he needs to step up. He just needs to. Oh, it will. Oh, what? He might get replaced by Origi. Give me a break. Well, that's my issue is that they don't think it's a problem. But we'll see. man, they're good. They've won Champions League, Premier League. They're like at this point, whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Honestly, I, I actually don't think Liverpool give a shit. Like I really don't. I think it's going to be hard for them. Motivation factor last week, so we won't do it again. But yeah, we'll we'll see if they care. I, I will say, and we'll get to Chelsea in a little bit. But watching Timo Werner today, I was like, I don't care if you thought fifty-one million was too much for you. My God, he's good, and that Liverpool passing up on him is so stupid, just so stupid. Well, that's anyway. what happens sometimes when you. It's almost like a double-edged sword when you win so much, and you're like, well. You know, how can I justify a new 50 million striker when my front three were the best in Europe, stats-wise, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. thought, I thought, Ren, I don't know. I thought Verena was okay. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think Let's he had. Let's talk about Chelsea. That's the next big game. Let's talk about it. I didn't sure. think he had the game that was like, ooh, you, you missed out on 50. Like, I don't know. It, it, didn't, so, it didn't hit me like that. I what, uh, what I'll say is it wasn't about what he did in this game. It was about what you can see he will do like the, the, I mean, this is the first game he's young. There's like seven new players in the team, whatever they need to gel, but the pace, the pressing, the, um, the awareness of his teammates, like everything's there, everything's there. And when that team clicks, like it, I, I think it's going to be scary. There, were, there was a really cool move where um, Robin Loftus-Cheek messed it up and <laughs> would have been a one-on-one. I wanted to see that one, you know, that's the mm. one I See, because he he really set it up well. He made the right run, and he will be getting more chances in this team. And you know, none of them clicked today. They actually, yeah, they won three one, but it wasn't. Um, it wasn't. It should have um, been a draw, really. Yeah, it wasn't convincing. And uh, Brighton played really well. Reese changed with a worldie that he's never going to score again. Kurt Zuma deflection like six yards out. Like you know, it's the, the three one doesn't say everything, and you need to grind out these results. I wait to Brighton will be hard for a lot of teams, but. This is Chelsea without clicking. And to their fans, that is a good sign because Havertz did not have a good game. Ziyech is injured. Um, no Pulisic. You know, no Pulisic. Kovacic was still suspended from the cup finals. So, you know, they still have, what, I'd say three, four stars to come into this team. Um, if they and could... a keeper if they sign one. Oh, my God. Let's talk about... <laughs> Let's talk about it, bro. I would, like, you know when agendas are sitting there on the table and you're like, how many of them will come true today? <laughs> I was like spreading them out on the table. I was like, all right, come on, Aspilicueta. This game has one agenda. Let's bring it to life. And I, was like, I watched the goal and I was like, did it go like through his finger? Like how did this happen? It was horrendous. He was slow. His, like, as a keeper, his palm was in the wrong spot. Like it's like me, it's like a player air kicking a ball where his foot is in the wrong spot like what are you doing it it's was... like you turning around and facing the other way to do the podcast seriously <laughs> yes like like it was one of those things like like Mo saying i didn't see it in real time i was like one thing i was, I was at a, um like in a meeting but i saw a celebration i'm like oh let me look over and that's all the replay and you're like no because you're thinking you kept a mess it up and then it's exactly what you see. It's like, come on, mate. Yeah, I, I had a similar, I had a similar thought process because I was like, there's been so much talk over the summer about 
like needing to replace Kepa and Kepa surrenders or whatever. And then this long shot goes in, you're like, surely not, man, surely not. And then you see it went right under him. It's just like, it's so, it's sensational that the most expensive keeper in the world, or just about, cannot save shots. I hope, I hope someone got fired in the scouting team. Like someone must have. Surely. I've, at the time they signed him, I hadn't heard enough hype around this Kepa. So this ha- had to be an inside job. This had to be like, bro, <laughs> I've seen this guy for a year. Trust me, we're getting a gem. <laughs> okay. you, know, you know what it's like? It's like on Twitter when they're like, this guy's going to sign and go, well, your sources? Wallahi. <laughs> That's what it was. It was like, this guy is good. What's your source? Wallahi, he's good. <laughs> it's like 73 million, inshallah. You know? <laughs> You know when you you call your credit card company try and get like a fee reversed because yeah. the people didn't give you what you paid for. <laughs> You're like, bro, service not provided. Yeah, Marina's just on the phone with TD. Like, come on. Like, you guys are aware it's not actually far fetched that he's the worst goalkeeper in the league of like starting goalkeepers. Oh, I think it's I think it's it's a hundred percent true. <laughs> I don't think there's any debate. You'd take Matt Ryan over him. You'd take everyone. Every single one. Yeah, Villa now have Martinez. Newcastle uh, keeper Debrovka kills it. Fulham yeah. have Ariola now, come like sure. coming in. Yeah, Crystal sure. Palace Guetta is killing it. Like, yeah, these low teams have better keepers, all of them. Oh my god! Wow. Anyways, so yeah, Chelsea. Okay, start considering everything. Um, considering it's a way to Brighton. Considering it's you know beginning of the season, a lot of people out. People need to gel. Um, the one thing I didn't like, though, before we move on is, and it's a stupid thing, but that I do when I watch, I kind of read too much into things. But at the beginning of the game, Lampard had a, before the game, had an interview. And they asked him about the team and he said all the regular stuff. But then he harped on way too much on these guys are new. Don't expect them to light the world on fire and they need to gel. He said it once. Fine. He said it like four times. I'm like, bro, you are manager of a big club. You know, act like it. You go out there and say, yes, we've made some signings. They're going to come good. Boom. Done. Thank you. But don't do this groveling like four times where you mentioned that give them chance and don't do this. Don't be harsh on them. Come on, bro. We're in the Premier League. Like, obviously, we're going to be harsh. Everybody's calling Havertz already. Like, it's time. It's time to be a cunt. (laughs) (laughs) It's time to flaunt what you have. You got to flaunt it. And I just don't. Make it, Frank. He was flaunting it on holiday. We've all seen the pictures. Yeah. 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 Brady's going back to the photos in his head. Be like, <laughs> I was like, bro, Frank, Frank, through. Frank, Frank had a lot for dinner. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the thing about Frank that irritated me, like uh, uh, agenda aside, I'll try for once, uh, was he said, yeah, it was good last season managing and giving the youth chance a chance, but I didn't want this to become an academy. I'm like, you piece of shit. <laughs> It was like, he's like, I'm rich, bitches. <laughs> yeah, he just but, came out and he's like, yeah, yeah. He just literally said, no youngsters are coming through. Gilmore, good luck, bruv. You know? <laughs> he's like, once I could, I'm out. <laughs> it's all about the money, baby. <laughs> Tammy Abraham's at home popping antidepressants at this point. But you oh, know yeah, what? It's kind of true, though, because he's like, okay, Mason Mount, you're going to come in and be my tan. Time you're going to be my striker. Oh, Trevor Band is gone? Let me get me a Havertz. <laughs> Let me get me hudson Adoy. Screw off. Let me get me a Ziyech. Oh, Tammy, thanks for 13 goals, but Werner time. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's true. what Chelsea it's do. Though. That's what Chelsea do. But, but you know, Mo, when you say he was saying, like, don't be harsh on them, they, they knew, what he's saying is don't be harsh on me, right? Like right, he, he, this is what he's saying. He's trying to buy himself some time. And that's he why knows I don't like the it. Pressure is massively on. That's me. why I don't. That's why I'm just own it, bro. Just, like if you're gonna go, go while being cocky and arrogant, and don't go like on a whimper. Just like fall out, man. I just, I, I don't know. It just didn't feel like the right thing for a manager of a top club with new shiny signings to come out and say constantly over and over. It clearly, it was just a sign of weakness for me. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. I wouldn't have liked my manager to say that. That's what, what he should have said was, you know, they're, they're new, there's a lot of new guys, but what you have to remember is Kepa's still in goal. So, <laughs> Yo, Did you see that header that Brighton missed? Can yeah. Dunk? Everybody, yeah. No, I don't think it was dunk, but everybody on Twitter was like, bro, why are you aiming for the corner? <laughs> in the middle, man. 
Yeah. Uh, quick, two quick shout-outs. One, one to to Brighton in general, just for playing really like surprisingly good football. Okay, I know they tried last season, but it seemed like they were really working on it in preseason or something because they came out and, and played some really good stuff. And uh, Adam Lallana wasn't bad, man. He wasn't bad. Injured. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't bad. He was lightweight, but he was good on the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, he was good. Um, and he'll be out for the rest of the I like season again, James. I'm sure. Very quickly, I like James. I like James. Reese James? Yeah. Biggest size since uh, Roberto Carlos, I think. Uh, he, he's got, he's got mean, some Glenn Johnson about him. And no wonder Mahan likes him. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, yeah, right. let's kill two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. All or nothing. <laughs> Nothing again. <laughs> Tottenham nil, Everton one. I don't um, think it's. I don't think it's even nothing. I think it's just or. <laughs> Someone needs to put that to a beat. I swear to God, it's gonna be like. Oh man. Um. So I, I assume have you know every we've all watched the documentary so we can assume if Tottenham lost it meant that they didn't have enough intensity uh, pressing balls uh, they didn't go with go with everything and they, they were too they were too good boys yeah they were too nice and no one said fucking come on let's win it enough because no if no they no had, that probably would have done it the word is fucking hell <laughs> yeah fucking hell my dog died I'm deeply fucked. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. I know people love their dogs and stuff, but my God, that was funny. By the way, that, that documentary, I can't stand Kane or Loris's voices. I get it, Loris is French, his accent, whatever. But when they're like, come on, guys, fucking hell. Let's, I'm like, I don't, I wouldn't be motivated by any of you guys. Like, zero. I hate it's, Son. It's, it's I hate Son stuff. So oh, really? for me, it's Mora. But I think it yeah, yeah. might be but just you, I hate him as a player. Mora, you have, you have the background stuff on Mora. So you... Yeah. He hate him going in. But Son was my favorite, is my, well, you know, as a favorite Spurs player can go. He's the one that I wanted to join Arsenal back in the day and I scouted him early on in his life. Scouted? <laughs> Point is, I hate him now. I absolutely hate him. He likes the whole world against me and to be all like mad about stupid stuff. And like, bro, just like grow up here. Like what Mourinho says, literally, just do it. Like it's just upsetting. Anyways, let's talk about their, you know what? Can we talk about everything first? Yeah, sure. Because Everton have a mid-table, I would say mid-table, but I'll say a top half-table Galactical starting eleven. You know, they've got a lot. Seamus Coleman. James Rodriguez, <laughs> um, Richarlison, Sigurdsson. Um, who's on the right? Sigurdsson is not in this team anymore, man. Yeah, but, you know, he's good enough. Um, Hamas played on the right. Andre Gomes. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Michael Keane is not a bad player. Dinia is a Galactical top. Player. Michael Keane is a bad player. He's okay. <laughs> Yerry Mina. You know, Yerry Mina and Dinia, weren't they Barca players? Like, I'm just saying, you know, on paper, they've got Wanted. a whole Galactical. Wanted. Wanted has made a very big mistake. Weren't they Barca players? This is this is the big mistake that you're making. <laughs> Bar- being a Barca player doesn't mean anything unless you're Lionel Messi anymore in terms of being good. <laughs> remember remember when Barcelona sold Dinia for 11 million and bought Junior Furpo for like 30? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Hamas was obviously the what everybody wanted to watch in this game, and he did what he had to do, you know, crisp on the ball every time he played the ball. Everybody had those like ozil tinted glasses when he first joined, too. Oh my god, look at that cultured left foot! And every right, like, I swear to god, I fell off my couch laughing every time Hamas played the ball. The commentator would say, What a sumptuous, lovely cultured ball! And then Coleman plays the exact same ball across the field, and they go, Coleman dinked it. I, I am convinced that Hamas will fail at Everton. And the reason is because of exactly what you just said. There is this, like, for, firstly, he did this interview like a month ago where he was like, man, the number 10 is over. For expression is done. It sucks. And then he's like, ooh, Carlo Ancelotti is going to get me. I'm going to play number 10. You're on the right, mate. It's like, <laughs> it's like, no, I can see it already. It's not going to work. It's going to be oval exactly. It's going to be exactly that whole, like, yeah, in the beginning, it's a new shiny thing. And then when it's like, oh, everything are having trouble this game and Hamas didn't track back for this counterattack. Oh, my God, he's the villain. It's going to be Ozil all over. It's, it's like if they had played Gilfie Sigurdsson wide left, people would have been like, what the fuck is this? 
but because it was Hamas and, and it was new, it was fine. But what well, what I'll say is that that Spurs did massively play into into Everton's hands in that. So you know how we were talking about the lopsided defense fullbacks. Mm-hmm. So they 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 do this thing where Ben Davis doesn't go anywhere, and the right back used to be Aurier, now it's Doherty plays really high up and everyone knows it and they talk about it in the documentary about a billion times because it's Jose's only new tactic like that he developed when he was having his stupid sabbatical um and because Davis sits there as a center back there's loads of space on, on the wing so Hamas are just standing there with no one anywhere near him picking up the ball turning pinging it doing whatever he's like well then then he pings it to a Charleston who's always behind Doherty yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, what are you doing, man? So you give Hamas the best passer of the ball on the field, all the space in the world to cut in on his left, and then you allow their best player in Richardson to run behind your right back who's bombing up. It's like, this is a recipe for disaster. Richardson luckily didn't have a good game. Spurs would have lost 4-0. Yeah, but but this is exactly my point. So so you do that, like, tactically, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. And then after the game, Mourinho's like, lazy pressing, I don't like my team, I don't like the referees. I don't like this. My dog is dead. Like, shut the fuck up. It's, got- it's unreal. Within like five minutes, you could tell that it was an actual tactic to sit off the ball and let Everton. Like, listen, Man City, I understand, mate. Like, Liverpool, I understand, mate. Chelsea say, even United, I understand this. Everton, bruv, with Alan and freaking Dracore, Everton came to Everton came to sit back. With Allard and Dokore in the middle. They didn't they thought, okay, they're gonna, you know, they're Spurs, whatever. They were in, you know, when you're like, you're looking around like, the fuck is all this space, bro? <laughs> <laughs> like they were in shock. You're looking, you're looking Hamas, around like I can't believe cigarettes is not on the field. <laughs> yeah. Hamas, Hamas is like, Coleman told me this was gonna be mental and like really difficult. <laughs> no, but 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 um I, I think I think the midfield three of Decore, Alan, and Andre Gomes, again, for a mid-table team trying to go, whatever, seventh, eighth, maybe sixth, that's a really good trio, man. Like, Andre mm-hmm. Gomes is a fantastic player. Alan is a great player. Decore, you know, they could get a good year or two out of him. He's been good for Watford. Like, Richardson, like, it's a good team. They just need to, I don't know what, but they're a good team. Like, they could do better than we think this season. I, I, I will say this. It's a it's a good midfield. It's definitely better, a lot better than what they had. Like they they played some games last season with like Tom Davis, Gilvis Sigurdsson, and Andrew Gomes and Fabian um, Delph. Yeah, when he's alive. Oh, wow. um, so it's a massive upgrade in central midfield. I think it will make them harder to beat. I'm not sure it's going to win them more games necessarily. I still think like Calvert Lewin, great header, but ten goals a season. Sure, Richarlison, 10 goals a season. If you upgrade those to 20 goal a season, guys, then maybe you're looking at, at, at you know, a top six push. But I, I still don't think they're there. But what a, what a cross from Dinia, though. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. Perfect. And what a header. Perfect. I, everything was perfection. Dyer was deceased. Yeah. No, it was it was beautiful, header. Okay. Power. Let's address Tottenham. Because this goal, it's it's a way we can address Everton and Tottenham at the same time. Like you said, Mohamed, beautiful delivery. Calvert-Lewin, beautiful header. One, why did he have all that space to run into? Two, how the hell did he manhandle Eric Dyer like this? Three, everything about Tottenham is shit. Like, I, 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 this is unbelievable to me. He, I, I, I feel like you could have started with point three. I really could have. And, and you know, all or nothing has proven something to me about Jose. Like we said, to me, he is finished, fam. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. This obsession. He, he met Eric Dyer in the friggin' his office. He's like, you know, Eric, I tried to buy you. You know, speaking in Portuguese, I tried to buy you. You know, you're a good player. But come on, man. Fucking hell. Show me how good you are and all this garbage. And he loves him till this day. That he's like, fuck it. Vertonghen's gone. I'm going to make room for you in my mid, in my defense. Why? He's so bad. I don't get it. Speaking of speaking of being finished, you also have Deli Ali who like peaked at 18 and has been on a downhill spiral since. I mean, Deli Ali is just not playing well enough for you know a team that needs all their starting eleven because they have zero depth to play well. He's not. He hasn't been playing well since forever. Um, Harry Kane, you know, he can't, he can't move. He can't. Not move. the same guy physically anymore. It's only Son really that is quality, quality. And then you look at you know Moore is not quality. So Kane and Son, outside of that, they're a very average team. I mean, Winks and Hoytberg, you want to go through a Premier League season with those 
two at the base of your midfield, good luck, man. Like, it's not going to happen. I, I think that the, the, the recruitment has actually been fairly good lately. I think, you know, there's a midfield there potentially of Hoiberg, who's not, you know, a world beater, but he, he will do the job that you need him to do. Hoiberg, Lacelso, and Ndombele. And Ndombele has obviously had a lot of issues, but like the talent is is huge. Is um, that a top four? Is that a top four midfield? I think no. I think it is potentially with a different manager. Like I don't think they're getting top four with, with Jose. It's simple as that. Uh, nope. It's not going to play the football. The problem is with all these players, and Bergwijn is really good. He's really good. And Jose Mourinho plays Lucas Mora over him, which is completely bonkers. The problem is like a lot of these guys, including Deli Ali you're not going to get the best out of them with a low block and counter bullshit. These guys need the ball. They need possession. And Jose Mourinho doesn't want it. And, and so that's why this is going to end in tears. He might have a, have a somewhat solid season uh, and they might finish sixth to get near the FA Cup or near the Europa League or, you know, whatever. But th- there's a massive, there's a ceiling here. And unless you have a manager that actually wants to play football, you're not going to get the best out of most of these guys. Look, man. We know City and Liverpool will be top two. Chelsea, United, Arsenal will finish above these guys, like comfortably. I'm very yeah. certain of that. It, w- it won't be like last day of the season, Spurs trying to get like fifth. They're not going to finish fifth even. It's okay, going to so, be bad. So Mourinho goes. Where does he go from here? I don't think anyone wants him. Portugal. That's it. Inter, Inter maybe. Inter Done. No, maybe. Portugal, Portugal national, the national team have a very successful manager. <laughs> I think, I think Inter could take him back. Inter instead of instead of Conte. Yeah, I, look, there there are always clubs stupid enough to do this, and his cachet and his reputation and his bullshit are, are enough to get him other jobs. Just not at the not at the absolutely elite level. No. It's it's also the same formula. He doesn't like Ndombele. He, he if he doesn't sell Ndombele to me, everything is going to hit the fan because we all know. Deli Ali and him are not going to get along. Like, if he makes one more father joke to Deli Ali, it's, it's over. Like, mm-hmm. dressing room is done, fam. So, Danny Rose is left, right? Like, or is uh, he he's, still He's around? still there, but he's, he's you know... He's that dressing out, room is ready to explode. Like, it's, it's ready. And I, I, they need to shift people, or else Jose is absolutely done very quickly. Maybe even by November. There was there was one telling moment. I think this was one of the most telling moments in the, in the whole documentary. And it was, I think it was, was it the Leipzig game the, in the Champions League the season before, or, or one of the, one of the Premier League games in around that time. And Deli Ali comes into the training room at halftime, or into the dressing room, sorry, and he's just like, we're just defending and kicking it long, and and he's complaining about that. And it's just like that's all you're gonna do. That's the football you're gonna play. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's not, this can't go on for that, that much longer. Agreed. And they will, I will, let me just add, they will lose Kane. If, if this season doesn't go well, they will absolutely lose, like, well, that's if anyone has enough money to, to buy uh, him. I think that, that, that ship has sailed for him. That's possible. Bro, 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 I told you a million times, I've been saying it for like three seasons and you just would not listen. <laughs> missed his chance to go and be a world beater. He missed it because he is unambitious. He just wanted to be safe and stay there and do whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got the Champions League finals. Screw that. Point is, everyone knew Kane was better than Tottenham. Everybody knew that three seasons ago. And now, here we are. How old is he? And he's going to play another season under Mourinho where they come like 7th or 8th or whatever. Didn't he, didn't and no one's going to pay 100 million. No. Didn't he sign a new contract in 2018 or 2019? Like... So he I'm signed not- a new contract fairly recently, and and then I think it was beginning of this summer that where the media was briefed that he wanted out, and we all know like this wasn't just rumors; this was a briefing that he wanted out. He's and gonna be twenty. Sense. He's gonna be twenty eight at the end of the season. Like you know, is someone gonna give him a, a lucrative four year contract and spend a hundred million on him? I don't know. And I mean, think about. It. <laughs> so I put Kane into Google, and it said he was fifty three years old. Turns out it was a wrestler. <laughs> oh, you um, just literally googled Kane. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I I thought they would know from my preferences that I'm thinking football, not wrestling. But anyways, point is, I think that ship has sailed. No one's going to spend 100 million on a 28 year old in this climate next year, especially with God knows when the second wave and this league stops again and whatever happens, it's done. I think with Kane, it's over. Yeah, it, it might be true. It might be true. We will see. Um, all right, what else was there? Leicester. 
Oh yeah, cheeky little three 0 win over against West Brom. West Brom, West Brom are rubbish. I don't think I've ever been less excited about a team getting into the Premier League than West Brom again. Yeah, no, they've got they've got to go. They're one of those teams I don't care for. I don't like their name. I don't like their kit. I don't like their stadium name. The Hawthorne. What the hell's the Hawthorns, man? <laughs> like no. What's a Bromwich? Why is it the West Bromwich? Why is there no East Bromwich? No, <laughs> so they can they, they, they can go. But they started the game better than Leicester. That's for sure. They started the game better. I'm telling you, man. I wasn't. Yeah. Like, I watched every game. You get a trophy for that. Uh, no, no, they got they they go in the second half. That first half, Leicester were not good. No, they they were just not like the first goal was a penalty, right? Or was it some? No, it no, was a header. Castagne scored, and then they got the two penalties. Castagne was killing it at right back, man. Wasn't he coming in to be a left back, or am I going crazy? Yeah, yeah. he can He's... play both. Allegedly, I don't know. Because yeah. I know he came in to replace Chilwell. Uh, yes, he did. He, he can play. Yeah, both. but he played right back this game, which is not even his preferred position, and he killed it. He, defensively attacking, he scored the goal. Great header, like he he muscled like big guys off it. He did fantastic, and Jamie Vardy did this thing, scored two penalties. Um, there was a tweet just, I saw. Uh, sorry, sorry go no, 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 you go ahead. Uh, you go ahead, Alex. Uh, I was just gonna say, I noticed Vardy has toned down his his haircut. It's a far more mature haircut. No gel, very natural. He looks older. Yeah. Appropriate, though. He's toning expectations. That's what he's doing. <laughs> you have to drop the Red Bull first, then drop the haircut. You know, uh, maturity mm-hmm. process. Uh, have you guys seen the tweet about uh, how they replaced Mares and Conte with two guys who look exactly like them? Yes, it's absolutely true. At least Mende and uh, that Gazelle guy. That is some <laughs> racist shit. Mendy is like a spitting image of... Of Conte, the way he runs, the way he tackles, like bro, you think we wouldn't notice? <laughs> yeah, it killed me, man. I was like, this is unbelievable banter. You know what it was? Like Ranieri basically said to whoever it was after Ranieri was like, get get me get me players with a similar profile, and the scout was like, right, you are. I, I absolutely will. You know, you know, all I could think of watching Mendy, honestly, all I could think of when I was watching Mendy is that who has more of the block shape, him? Or what's his name, the Southampton striker? Obafemi. Obafemi. You know, I was just like, who has that more square shoulders up to the ear? <laughs> oh, my God. Henry, it looks like, looks like a box of sun top. <laughs> by, um, by, by the way, uh, Kane signed a six-year deal in 2018 worth 200K a week. Yeah, good luck. Six yeah, years. Just, Mate, it's over. He's a new Alan Shearer. He's making children. He has four girls now or something. I don't know what he's doing. He's a new Letizia and Shira, except Shira won a league. So he's, Harry Kane's not going to have an MBE for doing nothing. Well, I, uh, I, sorry if this is a spoiler, Bernie, but I have to, it's not going to ruin anything for you. There, there is one magical moment in this documentary. Do you guys remember the Kane gender reveal video? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he kicks the ball at, at the like, goal and it explodes the thing and it goes blue to reveal that he's having a boy and then one of his daughters goes now do a little girl daddy and he's like i can't just do it <laughs> i like that he attempts to explain it in, 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 in his in his mind he's like i swore on your life about a goal <laughs> i forgot about that moment he lived uh, he, swore her, he swore on her and he didn't even score it. <laughs> he did not touch that ball, man. Unreal. Oh, Anyways, man, um, Newcastle oh. 2. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Very quickly. Newcastle 2, West Ham 0. Uh, enjoyed this because West Ham are awful. And because Newcastle signed Callum Wilson, got Andy Carroll back fit, and went good old 4 4 2. Lovely stuff. Andy Carroll is, makes me angry. Like, he actually upsets me when I watch him play football because he clattered people with his elbow all day. Like, it was just so... I'm angry. Like, I'm actually boiling watching him play football. Like, my blood is just simmer all game because I'm like, how do you get away with it? Is that elbow the first one? Yeah. That's red. You're off the field. Hopefully, you learn and never do it again. But you keep giving yellows and talks and stuff. He's going to just keep doing it. He's literally aiming for your temple with his elbow. How is this allowed today? You know who they didn't allow to do that was Fellaini. He got booked for that shit. All the time. Yeah. Andy Carroll gets away with it. 
Oh, English text. Mm-hmm. Um, Newcastle are a team I didn't expect to enjoy their summer business. Mm-hmm. All right. Callum Wilson for twenty million. That's that. I mean, that's a no-brainer deal if you're Newcastle. Ryan Fraser for free, and he's a good little player. They got Jamal Lewis, who I'm like, hold on a second. Like, yep. what? Like, how did you get Jamal Lewis? Like, Liverpool wanted him, and they were quoted twenty million. The Norwich were like, oh shoot, <laughs> we, we can't sell him. So thirteen million to Newcastle. Let's do that. Like, they done good business. But yeah, I, I quite like that. Like Liverpool go. We'll give you 10. And Newcastle, like, it's 20. Uh, sorry, Norwich, like, it's 20. And then Liverpool go away, sign a new left back. And Newcastle are like, really quietly, what about, like, 13.5? <laughs> <laughs> and Norwich like, yeah, we would have taken that. We just, you know, they left. I just need Newcastle just to buy Phil Jones just so that I know the world is normal. Ooh. And, like, they are not actually good at this game of football tra- and, and, and transfers because this is a, 2020 is weird if Newcastle are doing good business. I'll tell you that. Well, I, t- I tell you what, they were, uh, they were linked. Well, in fact, I think they had a loan bid for Holding, for Rob Holding. Like, he was, was it accepted? Or, like, there was talk that he was, he was nearly yeah. going to go to Newcastle, but Arteta decided that he wanted to keep him around. Um, he, he, that Arteta decided not to do that to them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like that would have been a, a very sensible signing too. So I don't know, something's going on there at uh what's that? St. James's Park? Yeah. No, not anymore, is it? New Sport or something. Sports no, direct. It, 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 it went back to St. James's Park because the fans actually took off their tops and protested. Yeah, 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 all but, beer bellies. But, but for the banter, it's back to sports direct. Or That's actually a really good way to do it. I'm not putting my top back on. You are happy to have to look at this. <laughs> Um, Crystal Palace actually played a really good game against Southampton. I thought they had a good game. Um, Zaha, obviously, the main creator there, but he, he scored the goal, played really well. Um, and I'm really excited about um, Eze. Um, he looks he looks a player. I actually, like, it's weird how how signings can create a buzz. Like, when you think about it, I'm an Arsenal fan. Who cares about Crystal Palace? I actually tuned in to a, to a friendly to watch Eze play. <laughs> 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 like, that's how deprived I was of proper football for a while. He's a lovely player. And he he looks, yeah, I like him. He seems a nice guy. He seems a good player. And, and you know, Slop play started the game. Uh, but uh, Eze, Eze will definitely be starting on that on that um, left side. Yeah, they're being linked with uh, Ben Rama as well, the winger from Brentford, who is, I, I've never seen him. But they already have Ayu. They have Batshuayi. And they want Ben Rama too? I mean. Anyways, I don't know. Seems <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm like, I'll, I'll bomb Ayu out of my team any day for, for pretty much anyone. He ends up scoring goals. But, yeah. um, finally, Sheffield beat... Uh, sorry, Sheffield lost the Wolves to nil. Yo, let me talk about Raul Jimenez for a minute. What a finish. Mm. What a finish. It's mm. bouncing across. It's high. It's quick. It's skidding off the turf. And he just side foots it calm as a cucumber into the court. Just beautiful. His ability to just softly send it back the other way, but put power on it at the same time, like the deafness of the touch, <laughs> like that's yeah. that's a baller. It's it's sad. It's just sad that he's old, mm-hmm. and like no one can afford him, and it doesn't make sense because he's twenty nine. But he's a baller, man. Yeah, Ramsdale. I mean, a lot of people would love him as their sub or second striker, but he's not going to accept that. But a lot of people would pay the money for him to be on their bench. But obviously, you know, um, he's not going to accept that. But Ramsdale in goal for Sheffield was a bit suspect this game, I think. Even even for that goal, it was a bit central. He could have reacted a bit faster. And for the header, the header was tame. The guy was running. Um, Saiz, new signing, played a very good game. Um, kind of the header was tame, and Ramsdale was kind of, I don't know, just not not solid enough. And Sheffield in general don't, like Alex, you said, they don't concede a lot of goals. But this game wasn't very good defensively. I think they conceded two in the first, what, 20 minutes or something. Um, yeah, not ideal um, yeah. for... For me or anyone else who had six minutes, <laughs> Sheffield United defenders in their FPL. Did you end up with Lundstrom? No. Okay. Very yeah, good. I think I think that ship has sailed. That, that, <laughs> no more, no more Sheffield. Like, nah, we're done. We're done. Neto, Neto had a really good game. Um, I'm surprised to see Jota on the bench. They didn't even come on. Really? Um, I thought. It, oh no, it was Daniel Podence who looks a lot like Diego. Yeah, Jota. they all look the same. Neto, Podence, and Jota. They all look. They mm. all. Same height, the same look from the same part of the world. Like, it all just looks very similar. 
Yeah, same with like the the Ruben Venegra and the Johnny and the, the I just like they're interchangeable to me. Just True. these little Portuguese br- brilliant little players. You know who doesn't get talked about enough in this in this team because he doesn't have the stats is Den Donker. He's a great player. I think if he played for your club, you wouldn't feel that way. I, I, I don't know. If it's I agree. Wolves play. He 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 looks good. He's a foully git. I I think there are people who suit certain teams and yeah. would do absolute nonsense anywhere else they went to. <laughs> Hoiberg reminds me of that. He's that type of guy to me, and then Donker's a type of guy to me. And oh, another one, like... Jota's another one that I feel like he would nah. do absolute okay. nonsense. Okay, well, to that list, you can also add Iniesta and Busquets. Uh, Iniesta has killed it for FC Tokyo Globetrotters. Yeah, I'm just saying. Mohamed is bringing out like legendary, people, like elite level people, players. People like, say what? that about them. I'm just saying, people say that about Busquets. Why are we talking about Busquets and freaking Den Donker? Because like, I'm defending Den Donker to the hilt. I don't... <laughs> Den Donkey Kong over here. This is what happened. I brought it up in good faith, and then you guys backed me in a corner, and baby will not be back to the corner, and here we are talking about Busquets, okay? <laughs> And now we're going to have to put up with every time Dendonka makes a successful pass, we're going to hear about it. He's, gonna, he's a Belgian Busquets. That's where we're going with this now. I tell you what, Mohamed, put your money where your mouth is. Put him in your FPL team and we'll call it fair. You know what? I will. Okay. I will. Um, <laughs> anyways, what else? Um, he I, gets like four red cards a season. Good luck, man. Whatever. I mean, he's just fighting with Luis for that stack. Busquets is rolling around in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is pretty much dead at Barcelona anyway. So. He really is. He really is. So, no, uh, just to point out, no United and City, obviously, this week. Um, because they everybody was promised 30 days rest from the end of the season. Um, and, yeah, it's a bit of a weird weekend without those two. But City don't actually play until, what, next Monday. So, they have to wait for ages. And they got Wolves away. Not an easy start. By the way, <laughs> Liverpool have you guys and Chelsea. I think in a row, so yeah, uh, yeah it would be interesting. It would be a good gauge of where both, well, all three teams are right early on. That that is actually quite quite tricky for Liverpool because they haven't beaten Chelsea the last two times they played them. They haven't beaten Arsenal the last time they've lost to Arsenal. The last two times they've played them. Um, so yeah, Liverpool could be could be a few points behind uh, Just, after uh, after a few weeks. I'll give I'll give a little bit of tactical advice for free to your manager. You can just send it over because I know you guys have a you know channel into him. Target Trent. So all you have to <laughs> listen with with Oba plays on that side. Like we're targeting whoever plays down the side because Oba's the only one that does anything. So don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It, it could be like it could be like prime Cafu molded with Alves molded with Zambrot. We are still going down the left-hand side of the end, so don't you worry. Mate, if Klopp has anything about him, put Van Dijk at right back and Trent can play centre-back and just ping balls. But by the way, now that you guys said that, it makes that, that goal that, you know, you said it was a carbon copy of the other one, it makes it funnier in my head now. Not, not even tactical, but funny. Because the whole tactic is, get the fucking ball to Aubameyang as fast <laughs> as you can. <laughs> it's true. It is true. And then, not only that, we, we get it to Aubameyang, and then three people have to run up as fast as they can to make sure he has enough space to do his thing. <laughs> it's like freaking Maitland-Niles and Bellerin or whatever are busting a gut like they've never run in their lives <laughs> just to make take a runner away. <laughs> it's true, man. It's oh, true. Man. All right, that, that will just about do it. Bernie, uh, United didn't have anything, uh, any, any game. So uh, any United news that you quickly want to jam in here? Uh... The only thing is, apparently, Smalling is not going anywhere because we couldn't agree the fee that was supposed to be agreed. So that shit. Sancho, no idea. Uh, Reguillon, probably is happening. Yep, uh, I don't know. Let's just play football because the transfer market is bullshit. Fair play. Agreed. Mohamed, any last words? No, just uh, looking forward to next week when we play West Ham and revert to type and they beat us 3-0. You know, oh, man, it's West Ham. I know, I know, no, I'm excited, man. Arteta, I'm, I'm loving it. I don't care about results. I'm just loving to see what he's trying to do. And mm-hmm. I can't wait for Saliba, and I can't wait for Pepe to hit form, and I can't wait for Sabayas to 
do better, you know, to come in and play. And one of our signings, again, I'm pretty sure Owaro Poite will be an Arsenal player. But before the end of the season, Mohamed went from I went from Sabayas to hold on, come in and play. He had nothing positive to say. <laughs> <laughs> Very on from where he left last season. <laughs> Sabayas was rubbish for 75 percent of it, <laughs> but go off, young king. <laughs> you know why, man? Because he's solar powered, and not to be all like. Uh, Spaniard like about it, but you know it's it's summer he plays well. It's spring he plays well. In the middle, siesta. Oh my god! True, true. All right, cool. All right, boys. See you later. Peace. Thank you for downloading the Koshcast. Get in touch at underthekoshblog at gmail.com Follow us on Twitter at under underscore the Kosh. And for articles, predictions, and the full experience, go to under the Kosh.